What's up, everyone? This is BJ from the Chew Crew, and I wanted to take a second to thank all of our loyal listeners. We would love it if you could take just a minute to review our podcast on iTunes. It'll really help us out. Also, don't forget we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Chew on This Pod, and you can also sponsor our little podcast for as little as a dollar per month on patreon.com forward slash Chew on This Podcast. And as usual, you can email us at chewonthispodcast at gmail.com. And now we are very proud to announce that we are on Spotify. So just search for Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast, and boom, there we are. So thanks again to all of you out there. And until next time, folks, chew on that. Episode 219 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Here we are. This is uh, our... We weren't sure what we were going to do this week, so we decided to watch that new Netflix movie, uh, which is based on... Uh, or like a... What is it? A spinoff? What do you call this thing? Just a continuation? I, it feels like It feels like this is how... Breaking Bad would have ended if the season finale or the series finale wasn't the series finale. Yeah, I, I think it feels like a series finale. Okay, yeah, it did have a conclusion. So this is uh, Breaking Bad presents El Camino or whatever Netflix a Breaking presents. Breaking Bad movie. Yeah, Breaking Bad movie. Jesus, I'm all over the place. So Netflix uh, presents El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, and so I actually uh, in preparation for this. I watched the entire Breaking Bad series again from front to end, and uh, it's even it's still good the fifth time around because that's how how many times I've gone through it. And I finished that a week ago. So going into this thing, I was I was ready, I was stoked, I didn't know what to expect. Um, let's start off with uh, well, do we have any uh, rotten? Tomato we just have rotten tomatoes, or? yeah. Okay, uh, sixty three reviews at ninety four percent. Okay. Okay. So pretty well, high. Yeah. Low low count. Um kind of surprising that, that more people aren't reviewing this, but uh, I guess people still consider it a TV show and this kind of seems like uh the amount of reviews that would happen for a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think you're right. So we'll be number 64. <laughs> <laughs> so what what was your initial reaction uh to the to the movie? Uh, I uh, I really wish I had done what you did. Um, unlike you, I've only seen the show once, all the way through. Oh. Um, so I've never gone back. I know the major plot points. I know, you know, I remember how it ends. I remember how Jesse gets to this point in the movie because basically this movie takes place right at the end of uh, Breaking Bad. Yep. Um, but I, I was really lost on a lot of things of like who was who. Like I remember who the beginning two characters were, his friends that helped him out. Mm-hmm. But I, it took me like ten minutes to figure out who the fuck Todd was. Like I forgot <laughs> who he was. Oh, that pasty white fuck! I hate that guy. Yeah, I forgot. I, he's so weird. But like but, I forgot what well, he was you, or who he did was. Did you do the? Did you watch the three minute recap, the the Breaking Bad recap before you went into the movie? It didn't give me one. Oh, that's that so freaking weird. Okay, so 
Uh, well, I could I'll have really my, used it. <laughs> I'll give my initial reaction, and I'll talk about that in a second. So, yeah. um, I fucking loved it because I, I love the, the show so much, and I'm I'm all caught up on Better Call Saul as well. And uh, this was something I think a lot of fans were kind of just they they've been asking what's happening, what happened to Jesse, what happened to Jesse, and they finally, um, you know, they finally answered that. Uh, and I and it was great. I love the flashbacks. I love the you know the present day stuff. Um, and I think it was a it was a fitting end. And at the end of it, I just I wanted more. So that was my initial reaction. Um, okay. So at the very beginning, uh, when I started the the movie, it did this really cool like you know previously whatever. And right. it it was a like a two or three minute. You can go online and watch it too two or three minute breaking bad recap. And it's perfect because it goes from the very beginning of the show all the way to the end. It does it perfectly in like three minutes, tells you everything you need to know or like kind of a good refresher. And then, um, and then it starts the, the movie right off the bat where he's like, he's in the El Camino taking off screaming into the night, like, fuck. Yeah. You know, I made it out, you know? And, and then, of course, it starts, you know, he sees the police and he's kind of, oh, shit, I got to hide. <laughs> right. um, so, I think, like, as as Breaking Bad's the end of Walter White's, like, story, this is the end of Jesse's story. Yes. Like, I felt like if the if the season finale was, uh, I'm sorry, the series finale was, like, two hours long or two nights long, you know, two hours each. Yeah. Then, like, this is what would have been interlaced with the final episode of Walter White, you know, like, it's, it's kind of interweaving that way. It's very possible. Um, I, I think if you watch the show all the way through again and then watch the movie, you'd have probably appreciate the fact that it was probably a good idea the way they did it because the story originally is about Walter's journey from, you know, this, you know, whatever guy, this teacher to like a, you know, a major to Scarface essentially. And, right. uh, and, and then, you know, this was kind of a nice little button up, but you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, tied up the, the Jesse story. Loose ends. The, yeah. So I like, I like having the, I like having this spread out over time like this because, one, it was a pleasant surprise just out of nowhere they made this fucking movie because I didn't know anything about it up until like a couple months ago when Bob Odenkirk in some interview was like, you know, they were asking him questions about Saul and then he said something to the effect of like, oh, and they're, you know, the Breaking Bad movies just around the corner and everyone was like, what, what are you talking about? You know, and it just fucking came like crazy. So, um, but I like I like the fact that Breaking Bad is its own thing. And then they brought this out to kind of tie up a little more loose ends on on a, a lot of different things because the I mean we can get into the movie now but uh, the movie does a lot of these cool flashbacks um, to characters that we all love and stuff uh, or you know fans of the show and all that love love some of these characters and you got to see scenes that you didn't get to see before like they were inter they were in between shit that was going on in the show that you never saw like yeah if they but were, they were like they were time it wasn't like they actually they didn't have like lost footage they actually went back and they filmed actually went back stuff. And so filmed like it's an it. older yeah. jesse like it's an older jesse in the in the in the scene you know i'm sure like when you watched breaking bad all the way and then you know last week and then you watched it here like jesse well, looks completely he's different puffy. he's puffier <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, he's the, older. He's, the one he's that, older. Um, well, the one that, um, well, in real life, yeah. But I mean, the the show takes place directly after the show, right? So, like, right. so they did. I mean, they did mess up his hair and gave him the scars. They made him look exactly like he did at the end. But then at some point, he shaves his hair and, and shaves his beard. It's actually a really good. That was a good transition. So I I believed Jesse. It was the other characters that I had problem with, like really? Todd. Todd looked like he ate the older Todd. Like Todd was like fat, and I'm like he did not look like that, you know, in the previous show. So like he was all like totally fat, you know, it didn't look right. And then like they they showed Jane at the very end of the film, and she looked a lot different too. You know, obviously, I mean, she hasn't been on the show in like almost ten years, you know, so she looked way different. Which one's uh, Jane? Jane is uh, Kristen Ritter, you know. Jessica oh, that's Jones. right, that's right, yeah. that's right. Yeah. So she looked a little different, and and then there were scenes with Jesse where there were flashbacks of him younger. You know, he didn't quite look the same, but his mannerisms were the same. So it was, I, I don't know, man. Like it was it, beyond that. Like it was fine because the performances were fucking great. Yeah, and I thought the, the same thing. Like I, I, I didn't do it. Like I said, I didn't do what you did. Um, I didn't, I didn't go back and watch all the episodes. Um, but I did notice like people didn't look like the way that I remember them, you know, like I knew Aaron Paul looked a lot like a lot thinner for his role as, as Jesse, yeah. you know, less um, puffy in the face, you know, but right. Yeah. I mean, but the thing about this, this, this movie is that he is so good in it. Oh my God. He is if he doesn't so ridiculous some sort of, some sort of, you know, award for it. I mean, he he's won Emmys as Jesse, and so did yeah. uh, Brian Cranston. They won Emmys, and the show's won it together. Yeah, uh, but this but this like, movie's but so you believe good. like the trauma? Yeah, the trauma that he goes through in this, and I loved I loved how they told how he told and wrote this story. Yeah, um, I forget I forget the name now. It's it's escaping Gilligan, me. Um, who the uh, yeah. I love the way he told the story because, like you said, he was going in between uh, scenes that we had already seen, like the diner scene that you got to see Walter White in. You know, you got yeah. to see Brian Cranston again as Walter White, which was awesome. God, the way but it was it, it was right after it was right after that famous scene where they get stuck in the uh, in the desert together. Yeah, yeah. with the Winnebago, and after it, they the, ran it, out of they ran out of gas, and he had to like right or no battery was the battery dead? Battery, battery was, was dead, dead because. Battery was dead because Jesse did something like yeah. left the light on or left did the some key shit in or plugged in his left phone. Left the key in the ignition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because he told him, so, <laughs> I remember that because he said, um, "Hey, put these keys somewhere where we can find him." And he's like, "Okay." And he stuck him in the fucking ignition and killed the battery. Um, he's like, "Why'd you put him there?" He's like, "You told me to put him somewhere I could find them." <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, that, that but was yeah, like, that scene takes yeah. right place right afterwards. But like because I because I wasn't. Like I didn't do what you did, and I didn't see the three minute intro, which probably would have teased that scene. I, uh, I it took me a while every time to figure out where I was in the in the flashback in the in the so previous show. I loved absolutely loved that scene for so many reasons. Number one, it was it was like it reminded me of like you know the office where like Michael Scott just shows up and you're like yes because yeah. you're waiting for it. And then in this movie, I was so enthralled that after a while, I forgot all about Walter White and really. I mean, even if he didn't show up in the show, it would have been just a little disappointing, but the movie was so good on its own. But for him to, like, pop up in the way he did, I, w- I was so happy and excited. And their their riff together w- was exactly the way it was in the beginning right. of the show. 
So That's what he, I remember, he too. acted like a little punk, and he was, you know, and Brian Cranston was kind of like sarcastic toward him. That whole dynamic was pitch perfect, you know. And, I thought, um, and that's what made me think that uh, um, Aaron Paul was so good in this because he goes from the, you know, uh, the trauma ridden person that he is in the in the present, right? But then when he goes back into that Jesse, he's that Jesse from the beginning, like oh, how much yeah. he's changed. You know, like I, my favorite line in the entire movie was, uh, what does he say? He goes, so I graduated. I, I graduated I, high school, dick. You dick? He's like, you handed me my diploma. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that part was so good. And then I yeah. forgot his catchphrase when he was, like, walking away from the bitch. buffet. He's like, yeah. yeah, bitch. I'm like, oh, fuck. I forgot he said that. Because, again, it had been so long since I've seen it. But it, it made me want to go back and watch the entire show. You have to. You have to watch the entire show and then watch this again. Because it's – I watched this twice. I just – I liked it so much. And I wanted more that I went back and watched yeah. it again. Um, so the beginning of the movie, um, for one thing, the movie felt like to me, like breaking bad, the video game. Cause like he, you know, episode two or whatever, because like Jesse's journey, like he's got to complete all these quests in order to get oh, out right. and like level That's up. That's right. It's like, it is like a video game. You're so right. <laughs> he keeps leveling because, like, up when he goes into the fucking, and- yeah, yeah. Like you, you think you're going to get out of the city, right? Which is basically like Knights of the Old Republic. You're trying to get off this planet. Right? right, and then you get to the part where you're like, "Oh, I finally found the ship, or I finally found the two gangs, or whatever." And then you have to fucking win the race and shit afterwards. You're like, "What the hell?" Right? Remember, you had to do that in the video game. Well, in yep. this one, he's like ready to. He finds the guy that he's ready to go with that he should have left with during the show. The guy in the red minivan. Yep, Robert Forrester. And then he's like short money, and I felt like that was like a like that's like such a cut scene where they the the, the AI tells you nope you can't leave yet here's the other shit you got to do <laughs> yeah because like the first thing he has to do is like he he's got to get rid of the El Camino so they Skinny Pete and Badger you know take care right. of that for him and then like he's got to get he remembers when Todd took him to his apartment and he had all that money stashed away so he's like I know where this money is. This dude's only been dead for a day. I bet you anything I can go get that money. So he goes there, and the place is fucking ransacked, but he's still like, no, it's got to be here somewhere. How did Todd die? uh, Jesse strangled him to death. Like, like, uh, so you remember, okay, so here, I'll do a little recap for you of the last episode. So Brian Cranston figures out that, that, uh, his blue shit is still being made, and he figures out that it's Jesse doing it, but, against his will so he goes there to like i don't know talk to the guys and he's got like that machine gun in the back of his car yeah i remember that and he hits the button and it kills everybody except for todd because todd ducks well then like todd's looking out the window trying to see who who it is shooting through the house and then jesse just fucking just strangles him to death because if you remember todd killed like his girlfriend like shot her in the back of the head to get him to to make meth because, like, he tried to escape once, and they're like, okay, well, I guess you're not, you don't know how serious we are. So, like, they kill his girlfriend, and they're like, if you... Is continue- that that kid's mother? Yeah, they're like, if you don't uh, continue making meth for us, or you try to escape again, we're going to kill, we're going to kill the set, the son. So that's why he just, I mean, for six months he fucking does 
like does the you know helps them make yeah. meth. I mean, he's like he's like Reek on Game of Thrones, basically. <laughs> yeah. He's just fucking scared, you know, scared shitless to do anything. Um, but anyway, he remembers Todd saying something about yeah, I can't leave him in the encyclopedias because like his housekeeper finds it and then he right. kills his housekeeper. <laughs> and that was like finding clues. That was like that finding clue mission in in, in an RPG. Yeah, where he remembers that conversation. Sol- it's like uh, it's like solving like something in Drake's fortune or something. Yeah, like an so uncharted. He he remembers the conversation, so he starts looking around and he you know he hits the refrigerator really hard because he's just like pissed off, and he hears the something drop inside there, and so he finds the money. But before he can even fucking get it, those two fake cops come in the house and start yeah. looking around, and then you find out that one of those guys is the guys that built the contraption that he was stuck to while he was making the meth. Like he couldn't escape because this, this guy like welded this contraption that where he could go back and forth, but he was chained to it and he couldn't break away from it. So I, I fucking love, I just love how they tied everything together. Like there wasn't anything about this, this, you know, movie where I was like, this is preposterous. This is stupid. You know, like, and then you really see Jesse, like, transform into like this badass too like he's been through so much shit that he i mean it's like a there's like an old western shootout that happens in it and oh, uh, well was, you knew you knew when they flashed back to that scene where he was running back and forth on the chain yeah like I, the whole time i kept thinking that guy's fucking dead he's dead. at some point in time <laughs> he's gonna fucking kill him so when he shows up at the junkyard um i was like oh here he comes and then it yeah. takes like a left turn with the strippers. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> but like you know, he. I remember when he freaked. I, I do remember. Like I said, I remember bits and pieces from the series, but I do remember the first time Jesse got caught up in a shootout, and he did not act like that. No, like, like he did in the movie. Like he did not panic at all. No, there was a part in the show where where Mike Mike. Um, takes him under his wing and he starts keep like teaching him shit, um, basically separating him and, and Walter White. Like there was a reason for it, but Mike ended up taking a liking to him because the kid was like proving to be an asset. Like he right. was helping him out and shit. And uh, there, there was a couple of times where there was like a shootout and he just, I don't know, he like kind of stepped up and he also stepped up in helping them, you know, make the meth, you know, what it was for those for the cartel and all that. So basically they were trying to bring Jesse up and then in order to eliminate Walter because they don't like him. They they think he's just trouble, you know, um which he he would have I mean he was. He ended up getting everybody killed. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so Jesse in this movie is just like I've been through so much shit. I don't fucking care anymore. And, like, he walks in there with, like, seven guys in there and just walks in all coolly, and he's like, I just need my 1800 bucks." Wait, that- was, that, was there an Easter egg in that scene where he takes the driver's license? I could have swore, like, somebody else did that. Like, takes the uh, license pl- licenses and says, I know where you live now. If I, you tell anybody, I'll come kill your family. It's I, very... I, I, it's- it's really possible because there was a lot of callbacks. There was a part where he stuck his hand down and the little spider walked around his hand. That that right. happened in the show. Um, there was uh, he. Uh, I thought it was hilarious when the Robert Forster character called the police and then hung up. And Jesse's like, "You didn't <laughs> fucking call the police," because like he thought right. he was all smart and shit. 
Yeah. Then, that was so great. Then the police car shows up and he's like, Fuck. I like that part. I like that because I was like, oh, there's still, you know, that's still Jesse right there. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, oh, I fucked up. Like, yeah, that, like, like if Walter. His hand. Yeah, because if like Walter was there, he would have been like, you dumbass, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I love that. So, but yeah, I mean, he did some things in this that I think he kind of emulated or saw from other people. But I didn't see that coming. Like, when he, when he was going to have that shootout, I was like, okay. He must have that second gun somewhere because I remember he got two guns right. out of his parents. I, I knew it was going to be in his jacket. It was pretty obvious because he, he never took his hands out of his jacket. Yeah. Um, again, another part of the quest where, like, you you see the, the cameo of his That's parents. A, that, was, that was a boss level. That was. It was <laughs> just like basically was I had level. to go. I had to get those guns because I was like, why is he going to his parents' house for? Like, to get yeah. the 1800 bucks, Like. They're not going to have that. That's what house. I thought too. And then when yeah. he found the gun, I was like, I don't get what's going on. I'm, and then I was like, oh, he's going to go rob those other guys. But then he never, yeah. he actually didn't want to rob him anyway. He didn't. He gave him an out. He's like, dude, I just, I just need 1800 bucks and I'm out of your hair forever. And that guy wanted to be a dick. And he's like, right. he's like, okay, like, I guess. And then he just fucking just takes him out. And then that other but, dude, but you shot him Jesse, in the head. but you, right. But Jesse was prepared for it. I mean, yeah. he had that gun cocked in his pocket. He knew it was not going to go down the way it was supposed to. No, that was so great. I mean, when it he was pulls, a badass scene. He pulls that that one gun out, and the guy's like a twenty-two. He's like <laughs> plink plink. He's like that thing. That <laughs> shit ain't going to do anything, you know. Yeah, so yeah he ends great. up killing that other guy with his own. The other guy's forty-five. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shoots that dude right in the head, and then he tells everybody else, he's like, "You need to leave. Like, give me your driver's license." And then one guy yeah. on his way out goes, dude, you know you're on fire, right? <laughs> and, like, he just pats his, like, because the, the gun, like, started a fire in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. That was so genius. <laughs> it was just, I don't know, they they come out of nowhere in the show where these little, like, funny moments happen that break the tension. They, they, always see, they always seem to come at the perfect time. Like, I remember watching that Walter White scene and thinking, like, you know, things were intense because I remember where they were in the show now. And, you know, the whole exchange of not remembering that he graduated from high school or not, like, really broke the tension of everything. Yeah. Because you had just seen Jesse go through some shit just to get to that point. Yeah, that was so... I I loved all the flashbacks I thought were great, Um, with the exception of, like, I think they spent way too much time with Todd. But I kind of understood, because, like, they had to... He had to get to a point where, like, he needed to get that money. So they kind of made up all this other shit. But it also showed how broken he was at that point. Yeah, that, I think that was I think that was more important to the story than than the whole time with Todd. I think Todd was the the means to the end, which is show how fucked up Jesse had been up to that point. You know, yeah, where he had Todd dead to rights. Yeah, he could and have he him. fucking just couldn't do it. Like you're you're right. He's like reek in the in this. You know, yeah, like that was well, a reek moment right there because that happens was- in Game of Thrones. I was sitting there yelling at the TV. I'm like, shoot that fucker. I'm like, wait a minute. But you know he can't. He doesn't. No, because if he does, he'd have to go and kill all all those people in order to keep Brock safe. You know, and there was no way to do that. He was just like, he's like, I'm fucked. Like, there's no way to do that. Um, Yeah. Speaking of Brock, he like gives uh, Robert Forrester, he gives a, uh, a letter. Uh, to him to deliver to Brock, and I only noticed that because they they kind of honed in on the on the envelope. And I had to pause of, it. I had to pause it to read it. Yeah, and then because again I didn't watch the show, I had to like, fucking pause it and leave it there and then look it up. 
I had to look <laughs> like, up who the fuck that was. I'm like, why would rock? he write this person a... Yeah, I'm like, did I miss an episode where Jesse was gay? Like, what's going on here? Like, I don't know who this kid, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. And then I looked it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, he had a different girlfriend that he loved. And I remember playing him playing video games. But, like, yeah. you know, yep. watching the show live and reading that name, I had no idea who the fuck that was. And I thought yeah. that, like, even that was really cool, too, where it said, you know, that it basically uh, closed the chapter on that, that, too, you know, to tell him what was going on. Um, yeah, they did. They did. They did close a lot of chapters. I mean, we got to see Skinny Pete and Badger for the last time, and they're they're always freaking hilarious. Um, the thing that was interesting, though, is that I they didn't mention that Walter White had contacted them to help him uh, shake down his former partners. I don't know if you remember that, but like at no. the last episode of Breaking Bad. Um, Walter White's about to turn himself in, and then he sees his former partners of Grey Matter on the TV, and they're acting all smug and shit because they just gave a bunch of money to like a drug awareness or whatever. And so he's like, uh-huh. "Those motherfuckers." So he like he goes back, you know, to New Mexico and gets all the guns and all that shit. And then he goes to his former partners and he says to them, "I want you to take this last ten million dollars that I have, or nine million dollars, whatever it is." And I want you to give it anonymous, give it to my son when he turns uh, of age. And they're like, well, how are we going to get away with that? Like, this is drug money. And he's like, you're going to do it. Um, and if not, we're going to have a problem. And then you see these little laser lights show up on their chest. And they're all, like, scared and shit. He's like, look, when I'm gone, these people are still going to be watching you. So if you don't do what I say, they're going to kill you. Because I, right. I, I gave them enough money to keep an eye on you. And then he leaves, and when he goes to leave, he gets in the car, and in the back of the car is Skinny Pete and Badger. Like, he basically hired them just to shoot laser pointers at his <laughs> at his partners just to scare them and shit. So I thought that was fucking awesome. But in this movie, they never, men- they never once mentioned that. They basically say, like, hey, you're all over the news right now. They're looking for you. Um, Mr. White's dead. Right. You know, I, I that, don't think I had a problem with that because of the situation that they were in. Yeah. Like, I'm guess, not sure that that would maybe, come a conversation. Like at that point, they're kind of just more in survival mode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, just, like, I'm sure if things calm down, like if they actually met in wherever they said they were going to meet in Canada or whatever, I'm sure that conversation happened then. But in that moment, it was like, it was pretty hectic. From yeah, the time he was trying and to get I just out love of there, how so. it's just like, why, why are you doing this for me? And Skinny Pete just goes like, "You're my, you're my hero, man." You know, and I was just like, "Oh, that's touching." <laughs> One crackhead to another, and like that's <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know. And so, like, he takes off, and but yeah, I mean, essentially, it's all these quests to get the sh- get the fuck out of there. Because like at first, I was like, "What is he doing?" And then once he starts, he's I see him looking up all these different vacuum repair shops, I was like, oh, motherfucker's trying to, he's trying to hire that guy to get out of there because... Yeah, I didn't have that aha moment until like five uh, minutes into their own scene. Yeah, because he hired the guy to to disappear, and when the van was pulling up, he thought to himself, no way, if I disappear now, like, Walter's not, he's going to get away with this shit. Because, like, he figured out that it was Walter that poisoned the kid because his ricin was missing out of right. the cigarette pack. And he figured it out because they did this L switcheroo and they like stole his weed from him or whatever. And he's like, fuck, that's how they, that's how they took the rice and out of my, so he knew it was Walter that poisoned the kid and not, and right. not the El, El Pollo Hermanos guy. 
uh, Gus Fring. So that caused him to not get in the van, and he bit, runs off and goes to the DEA. So, or actually, no, he goes to Walter's house and he he douses it with gasoline. But like Hank finds him and says, "No, no, 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 don't do that. Like, come come work for me. Like, we'll we'll get this fucker." So. Yeah, so that's why when he shows up there, he's like, hey, you remember me? I ran off. I'm very sorry. And the guy's like, yeah, you owe me for that. And he's like, fuck. So he had to pay double. Well, that you know? th- that I remembered. I rem- like Once he said that, because the whole time I'm trying to figure out who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> and once he said that, I was like, oh, shit, I remember that scene. So, yeah, yeah it, it took me a while to figure shit out. But once... But once the whole, like you were right, like once the whole scenario plays out, like I couldn't, cause, cause I had to figure shit out way later than you did, you know? Right, right. Like you got it when he was looking at the vacuum. I got it when they actually fucking said it in the show or in the movie. <laughs> I, if they had not said it, I would have had to pause the fucking thing again, like I did at the letter, you yeah. know, because I, I didn't know who, what was going on. But once I figured it out, it was, it was amazing. You know, it like funny. it took me a long time to figure out who the fuck Todd was. It's really funny because I don't know if you remember, like in uh, in Army of Darkness, he has to say those um, particular that particular yeah, spell, yeah, right? Scene. Yeah, and yeah. he fucks it up. Yeah. So Jesse, it's the same thing. There's this thing that you have to say to him on the phone. <laughs> right. Like, I, I want some Hoover Mass Ma- Astro Max, whatever it is. This huge thing. And he can't fucking remember it. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and then when the guy finally admits he's the guy, he's like, "You're the guy. I knew you were the guy." You know, because he kept saying, "You're the guy. You're the guy." You know, um, yeah, that, that was that, that was, was so. It was really really good. And then I just love like the integrity of that guy is just so high. He's like, hey, "You're eighteen hundred short." And he's like, "You're gonna jam me up over eighteen hundred bucks." And he's like, "Yeah." And then the cop shows up and he runs away and he's like, "Get come, go get your money." <laughs> and he like runs back and grabs it and runs away. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget don't forget your bag of money. <laughs> yeah. Jesse was going to fuck himself even more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <coughs> no. But was- uh, but, uh, but everything was you know other than those little reminders that it is Jesse, you know, like the old Jesse. Um, most of the time he's doing things very, like, they're well thought out. You might not know as an audience what the fuck he's doing or thinking, but once it plays out, it, it you know, basically it reminded me of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Cause, you know, a lot of shit every single season when it starts off, you're like, I don't understand what's going on here. You know, like the whole pizza on top of the roof or the whole, the, the airplane, you know, and the explosion oh, the, or some all shit. All of season, yeah, all of season two kept showing like here and there something massive happening and you think maybe the meth lab blew up in Jesse's yeah. house or something like that. And then it, you come to find out in season three, you know, the very first episode you see like it was a plane that blew up because uh, Jane's dad was an air traffic control person. And because she died of like overdose, he was all distraught at work and he made those two planes like crash into each other, which was fucked up. Um, right. Everything that these guys, these guys, man, they just ruin lives so badly. But it was mostly Walter's fault. But I mean, Jesse had kind of a hand in that as well. And he I'm kept glad trying. that they did not find some cheap way to bring, you know, Walter White a lot, like make him alive. I, I'm glad it was just in a flashback. I was I was afraid of that because there the the fan theories out there was well, we didn't really actually see him die, and I'm like, well, you kind of did, you know. But they they thought, well, maybe they, 
you know, stopped the bleeding and brought him into custody and right. he was like in the hospital or some shit. And like Jesse would have to go there to get some information out of him before he died. You know, I was really glad they didn't do that. I like, I thought the flashback was so freaking fitting and it was the, and you could t- pinpoint, like even you haven't seen the show in ages, but you knew exactly when that scene took place. And yeah, right it was after the so, desert. It was so well done. And one of the last things he says to him in that conversation is, you know, you're look, you're lucky, you know that you don't, you don't have to wait your whole life to do something special, and then like that's the end of the scene, and I was like, that's fucking, that's great, and yeah. then, um, and then he's driving, you know, in Alaska, and, and he sees, like, he looks over, and Jane's sitting next to him, and they're having a conversation, you know, at some point, because you even see his old red car, that piece of shit car, and they're standing outside talking or whatever, you know, and and you know, she's basically like, you know. <clears throat> Um, I've gone where the universe takes me my whole life. Better to just make those decisions yourself, you know, because right. he says to her like, oh, you're, you know, just <clears throat> have the universe tell you where to go. And she's like, nah, it's better if you just, you just do it on your own. And that, and that, that's very fitting too, because he finally did take matters into his own hands and said like, I'm, this is the life I want to lead or whatever. And I right. also like what Mike said to him because he's like, yeah, I'd like to go to Alaska and I'd like to start over and, and try to make amends with this shit. And Mike goes, that, that, you can't do that. Like you'll, you'll never be able to make up for this, what you've done, basically. You just, you're just going to have to live with it kind of thing. And I thought that was great too. So I, every fucking scene was great. I, I mean, the, it, the movie well, was, it really was gorgeously shot. The movie was so well uh, shot. There's so many instances, camera angles, all these things that build tension, like all these things that happen. Um, and I just love his performance is just if he doesn't have some sort of nomination, I'd be really pissed. Because like, yeah, I don't know how so they're gonna. Good I don't know how they're gonna not like what kind, what category this movie falls under. Well, because I, I you can know, tell you, is it is it up for? Could it be up for an Oscar, even though it's well, based on a TV show? Like, here's that? the thing: is they had a it simultaneously. I think appeared in a theater. And I think in order to be considered, it has to be in a movie theater at least once. And I think it was because they did a, they did a premiere like a few days ago. Like the whole cast went and watched the movie in a, in a big theater. I could have swore so, there was something online. They were there because Netflix was starting to get a lot of good movies. And uh, I forget which movie it was that was nominated or wanted to be nominated. But because of that, that one little law that says, you know, um, it has to be released in a theater, but obviously, yeah. when they made those rules, there was no such thing as streaming service. Yeah, so have I could have swore there was something because Hulu makes their own movies too. Yep, and, and Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime, but they're considered know, like TV because they're considered like HBO, though. You know, like Game of Thrones isn't you know, but that's not a movie; that's a TV show. Right, but but it's still like if if they made uh, a like a, a Game of Thrones movie on HBO, it'd still be considered an HBO movie. Or like Chernobyl, or like any of those movies that they made. Well, those Chernobyl is just a miniseries too. But like, well, this is an actual okay, okay, movie. Okay, this is a bad. These are bad examples. <laughs> yeah, this but is I an mean, actual movie but, though. But every now and then, Netflix Netflix has a fuck ton of movies, but they're not considered. Right. You know, they don't get that consideration because they're on streaming. You know, they consider it like cable TV. So if but if they if they would just give some of these things like. I don't know, for instance, like Jane Silent Bob reboot, which we're about to watch, that you know, that would have gone straight to VOD like the other movies that, that he did, but because it's in the theater, it can have a consideration. You know, it 
it, it can have a nomination for something, you know, but it's not getting a wide release at all. It's having two nights and that's it. You know, then the right. rest of it is just, they're just touring it around like a, like a tour show. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like at some point they're going to have to change those rules because Netflix is pumping out movies that are, you know, this is fucking, this is, I would have went and watched this in a theater. I actually yeah. would have paid $15 and went and watched this. You know, I would have had no problem with that. And I probably would have saw it twice because I watched it twice. And it was, it was great. It was great. Just probably even better the second time around because I caught even more stuff. So the, the the one problem, the one thing I can think about about just going to the movies and releasing it in the movies is that you had to have seen the show. I mean, even for me, only seeing it once, you know, and the last time I saw the show was when the show ended. Like I watched it, I I watched it like uh, on on my DVR, but I I started it a half hour after it already started, so I could fast forward through the commercials, you know. So you're like so, six years, you know. It's been five or six years since the show ended. So. Yeah, that's the last time I saw the show. I never went back like The Office every like twice a year. Like, <laughs> I, a I don't different. do that. This is, this is yeah. a lot more morbid. I think like every every two years, I feel like you know watching it again, and and I and I wasn't gonna. I don't know. I. I think I was kind of breaking bad out for some reason, like even though I watched it like two years ago, but this movie kind of, it was coming out and I was like, I wonder if I should start watching this. And I started it and I just couldn't stop. Like I finished it over two weekends. I was that. I think for me, it's, it, it is what you said. It is, it is a dramatic show and it's an hour long, uh, or 45 minutes or 44 minutes. Um, yeah, but that's, it's like a lot to take in. Like it took me a long time to finish Buffy. Um, there's very yeah. rare dramatic shows like I, I house, but I, I, I've, I actually, I've gone back to see house like twice. Yeah. Um, but this one's a little bit different, you know, and I haven't seen it, but the movie, the movie, uh, made me want to go, made me want to go see it again. Um, and it's yeah, been a I, long time. Like I'm I just starting that, to do, I'm doing Smallville right now. Yeah. I'm in season yeah. two of Smallville and I have not seen that show since it ended. Spoilers, he doesn't uh, fly. <laughs> he doesn't put on the suit. <laughs> well, maybe he does in the crisis, uh, the crisis series. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm actually trying to now go back and binge a whole year's worth of shit so I could really get into that. I, I want to have like, not, some, all the backstories and stuff. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I did, I did, I did the crossover last, last season and I didn't watch anything and it didn't really matter. Oh, like, really? Maybe there was okay. like one or two things. One or two things I was like, but that it didn't affect the actual main story of the crossover. So okay. following that logic, I'm good with not having to because oh, well, I have, I have not seen all of last season of Supergirl or The Flash well, maybe or I'll Arrow. Jump, maybe I'll jump to those and I'll start watching them because I I watched um I watched Arrow and I I was pleasantly surprised like how much I I liked it so far. I've only watched the first. I got to. Episode six of The Flash before I had to stop watching it. Yeah, and I got to episode eight or nine of Arrow before I stopped watching it. Yeah. And but and that was last season. I'm still not caught up and the new seasons have already started. I thought but Arrow I, was a lot stronger though than it, um, had, it had been. I did. That's probably why I got to eight or nine instead of just six. <laughs> You're <all fired> up. <laughs> <laughs> it out at nine. I didn't even I do any I didn't do any legends. Um yeah, I, I didn't do any Black Lightning. I stopped watching that. I find it really hard to believe that a guy in a black mask just covering his eyes, nobody's going to notice that he's the principal of the fucking school. <laughs> it's like, just find that really hard Mr. to Johnson. believe. Mr. <laughs> Johnson! 
You know, he's a big dude. And like, I feel like if that was your guy, you know, it's like, like, could you imagine if your principal was like, like Idris Elba? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he just puts on a black mask and you're like, where's Idris Elba? You know, yeah, it's like the Green go? Lantern thing. It's like Ryan Reynolds with the Green Lantern thing too. Oh yeah. Where just, he's, where he's like, you can remember me and Blake Live. He's like, of course I could fucking remember you. You just have a fucking mask over your eyes. You're not going to think I remember you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like Diggle puts on the, like, the Green <laughs> Arrows outfit. Like, yeah. <laughs> where, <laughs> where Diggle it's the go? Same guy. <clears throat> yeah, it's stupid. But at, at least Clark Kent like shaved his like brushed his hair differently and put on glasses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. So real quick uh, before we so the cameos there were supposed to be ten. So I count. I think I counted ten. So it was uh, Mike was first, and then uh, Skinny Pete and Badger, uh, Old Joe the junkyard guy. I love that yep. guy because like he actually mentions the the magnet. I don't know if you remember that episode, but. They had to get this laptop out of uh, yeah, out of the. Um, they ended up frying it with a giant magnet. It was that's that episode was awesome. Those are the things I really love the most about the show when they were like it was almost like an A team like thing yeah. that they had to do. Yeah, and I loved like using Walter like Walter White never stopped being smart. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that chemistry teacher or whatever. Yeah, that was great. So he mentions that. And then we got he he st- he's around with Todd mostly. And then there's yeah. the guy. Then there's the other guy that Todd was with. Um, Jesse's parents, Walter White, the Robert Forster character, and then Jane. So yeah, I guess there were ten. Um, also, did you notice like there was little things that you probably didn't. Well, you probably didn't notice because like, but when they were in Todd's apartment, you see that uh, tarantula. And then I remember like Todd kills this kid after they steal all that methylamine out of the train. They did that really cool train heist. Um, and they're all they're all celebrating and shit. Then they look up and there's this kid like riding around on a on a bicycle, and, and Todd just like fucking just shoots him dead, you know. And the kid had like this tarantula in a in a bottle. Oh no! So I you didn't find pick up on that. So, yeah, so you find out like oh fucking Todd like he took it basically. Sick and, like, fuck man, Todd's. Oh yeah, up. he is. He's oh my god. Yeah, they had to take that kid and put. They had to detach that bicycle piece by piece, throw it in a barrel with acid. Then they had to put the kid in another barrel and fill it full of acid. I mean, that's just. I remember that episode. They were all like, just really fuck like freaked out. And yeah. then Walter, of course, Walter like tells Jesse, "Look, look, dude, you got to snap out of it." That's where Jesse started going downhill because like there was that episode where he's just throwing money out of his car, you know, and shit and. You know, he's all. Yeah, for he's all even though Jesse was the one who got him involved, like Jesse had like a, a line that he didn't want to cross. Right. And that was what I loved. Like he was the one who brought Walter White into that world, but he was the one that was the conscience, like for the latter half of the show. Yeah. He was like it, the Jiminy Cricket. Well, it, and at the end, he was just like, just, he kept telling Walter, just fucking admit it. Like, admit that you've done this shit, you know? Because, like, he's like, I bet you, you killed Mike. I bet you killed Mike. And, you know, because he kept telling him, like, no, I didn't kill Mike or whatever. But then what was really fucked up is once, like, Hank got killed, like, his brother-in-law got killed, and then they, they were taking Jesse to make him go make meth for them, Walter looks right at Jesse and goes, I, I let Jane die or whatever. 
Right. Just remember, she choked on her own, you know, vomit yep. and stuff. That right. was so fucked up because, like, Jesse was like, "What? You know, like, you fucking asshole." Yeah, I know. That is I good mean, stuff. I remember that stuff. I mean, Jane was Oko essentially. <laughs> she was ruining <laughs> the whole thing, and he's like, oh, "I need him back, so we got to kill her off." Yeah, so good. I mean, the whole show is fucking great. I think, I think uh, you definitely, you know, uh, got to take a deep dive back in that show because I, I think this movie after you watch the show will mean like ten thousand times more. Um, well, I still enjoyed it, even not, you know, having to figure out what was going on half the time. Um, yeah. But I, I thought it was still amazing. I thought it was still really good. I really do and, think he deserves something, like an Emmy or something. <laughs> he deserves something. <laughs> yeah, here's like... A, here's a candy bar. <laughs> you better get... Like, maybe the Oscar's, like, you know, gold foil and it's chocolate underneath. I don't give a shit. He deserves something. <laughs> the movie didn't cost much. Uh, it had a $6 million budget. And of course, the marketing uh, wasn't a lot because you know, again, it wasn't. It was on Netflix. Um, yeah. I, I think there might have been billboards around like L.A. and stuff like that. But I wonder uh, if they very, did a lot of uh, commercials on AMC. I don't know, man. I did, dude. Because I don't watch this AMC. Thing, <laughs> this thing came out of fucking left field. Like it, it just came out of nowhere. I, I didn't hear anything about it up until like maybe two months ago, and I was floored. Yeah. I was like, we get to see what happened to Jesse. This is amazing. And like, oh, I can't wait, you know. Um, it really does feel like a good series finale again. Yeah, it does. You know? It does. And I like the fact that it took, you know, it took him a few years to do it because I don't think it would have had the same impact. I loved, you know, I, I expected Walter to die, but I loved how his story ended. You know, yeah. and that's why I didn't want him to come back. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, of course, a part of me wants Walter White back because it's a fucking great character and Brian Cranston's so good. But as far as like storytelling goes, he should have stayed dead. And I'm glad that he did. Well, um, and, and Walter's story might not be completely done either because there's Better Call Saul and there, it's been hinted uh, that it's very possible that he's going to show up, you know, at some point. Hmm. Um but it has better call Saul bad. is before the, it, it is, of it's, bad. it's before breaking bad, but you're dealing, he's dealing with characters that were in breaking bad. He's dealing with Gus Fring. He's dealing with, uh, Mike. Um, it, it's actually better call Saul is actually two shows in one. It's Mike's story, like how he got into the game with Gus Fring. And then it's, um, and then it's, uh, Goodman's story or well, he's, his name is Jimmy McGill, but, he he goes by um, well in the in the show. I don't think he's in the show. In like the third season is where he comes up with the with the name uh, Saul Goodman. Basically, it's all good, man. That's how he came up with it. So um, the show that show is fucking great too. It's not as good as Breaking Bad, but it's pretty damn good. And there's a lot of really great cameos that actually make sense to the show. But it yeah. doesn't take place too far back. Like it's almost. I think in another year or season or two, it'll be up to the point where he meets Walter for the first time. So they could do some sort of scene that we never saw before that was in between all the action, whatever it was going on. Right, we just like they did for the movie. Yeah, we don't know yet. But I, I thought his cameo in this movie was great. It was perfect. Like, it, and, it, and it made sense, and I love the dialogue, and I love, again, the parting words that he said to Jesse, like the, the end of the scene. Was right. like was was great because that was like yeah I could I I'm still young 
I can, I can, you know, make something out of myself or whatever. I can't make amends for all the shit I've done, but from here on out, I can, you know, be a good person. Um, but, but shit, I don't know what he's going to do in Alaska. It's boring up there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get free do. money every month. <laughs> yeah, I would, I think he would buy it somewhere off the grid and just not just, just get DoorDash or Uber Eats well, once in a while. <laughs> I, I thought it, I thought it was kind of funny where, you know, he's going to Alaska and like, I think Alaska as a state has like one of the highest, uh, like, uh, drug addiction states. Uh, maybe. Like, um, because there's nothing else to do apparently. So he so starts making blue meth up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does it all over again. He's it's like, like fuck, fuck, I'm out of money. I can make a lot of money up here. Nobody knows who the fuck I am. That that would be the sequel. That'd be Breaking Bad too, where he's just like, <laughs> he's out of money. <laughs> it's the only thing I know how and to I'm, do. And I'm, and I'm sure the movie would be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You know? So anyway, let's. Right. Uh, so uh, diversity. Do we do this in normal? Is, I don't know. Do we do the diversity because uh, well, it's, it's really it's, it's just movie. white. It's Casper. It's Casper up as hell. So no diversity. But I don't think I don't <coughs> think I don't think he, the characters needed to be white, but they were white, and, and it yeah. made sense in the story. So it doesn't yeah. really matter because um, they well, are be, in a place. They are in a place where I don't think there is a lot of diversity. So I can't really no, say like it would have been fucked up if Jane showed up and she was different ethnicity. You're like, wait a minute, yeah, <laughs> why did they do this? <laughs> <laughs> that does not look like that does like, not look like Christian Ritter. We need. <laughs> When did she become Juanita? This doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah, no, that does not it, look you're, like You're right. Um, it's the characters that they had before. I mean, but they didn't create any new characters. Really. No, it wasn't necessary at all. Like, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna waste time character developing a brand new character that has nothing to do with the story. The story was well, like, how does Jesse's story end? You well, know, like one of and the strippers, it's great. but that was about oh, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Right, um, that was about it. Yeah, um, but I, I'm going to give it four and a half. Uh, I, I loved it. I fucking loved it. I just thought that this was such a fitting end. Uh, so four and a half yeah. uh, chainsaws for me. So I'm I'm Casper as well, and I'm going <coughs> to go four and a half lightsabers as well. Um, I'm sure I'd give it five after I watch Breaking Bad again, uh, but right now it's just a, the, the half a star that maybe it's not as nostalgic for me because I don't remember a lot so of my, my half a star, and this is so stupid, but basically I wanted more. <laughs> I wanted. I'm like, keep going. That's a shitty reason not to give it half a star. <laughs> it then. is a shitty reason. I, I love that character. That character is like from beginning to end has been one of the best characters that ever created. And Walter I, I'm White thinking too, like what the equivalent know? of not giving them the half a star is. It's like you actually find like a genie in a bottle. You get three wishes, like real three fucking wishes, and you complain you don't get a fourth one. Right. <laughs> and then you give the genie like a bad Yelp review because of it. You have your. You your only first, give it four and a half stars. Yeah, you like have your first three, so you're like, I really want one more. <laughs> you're like, you you go into like the perfect Uber. It's got whiskey for you. It's got. <laughs> got some like and hot you blonde it doesn't have like boston beans yeah or you know you give you give the guy four and a half stars because he's like no it's only one ride per customer man and you're like what the fuck and then you just don't give him that half a star because you don't get the perfect ride again right yeah no i i liked it i'm i'm i don't know i'm trying to 
be also critique things a little bit harsher. Like I don't want to just throw around five stars, (laughs) five chainsaws around, but yeah, and maybe that's a shitty reason for it, but I, I really enjoyed it. And I, like I said, I watched it. I think I, it was, it came on at midnight, which I had a hard time finding it. Like it was like 1205. And I was like, where is this thing? Why isn't it on the, on the top (laughs) Netflix banner? Pissed. Yeah, it was. That means that's your half a star. I had that's my half a star. I had to search. I had to go to the search and type in El Camino to find it. That's how fucking yeah. I did stupid. that once for for a show too. That didn't pop up right away. I was like, "What? This thing should be on the top banner, man." You know, so I just thought that was bizarre. But I watched it Thursday night. I just like I told you, I'm like, I'll just watch the first five minutes. I want to see how it begins. And then the next thing I know, it's two thirty in the morning. I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> Like I, yeah. I was so intrigued and enthralled. It didn't then, feel like a long movie, but it was. It was over two no. hours long. Yeah, it was over two hours long. And then um, I woke up. Uh, I don't know what it was like Saturday morning, like really early, like six o'clock in the morning, and I, I didn't want to get out of bed. So I like I for whatever reason I put Netflix on, and I saw finally saw like the picture, and I was like, I kind of want to watch this again. And then next <laughs> thing I know, it's eight thirty in the morning again. I'm like, ah, I watched the whole thing again. Which I'm glad I did. I, I caught a lot of really cool stuff because the first time I watched it, I was just like screaming, "Yes, motherfucker!" You know, and <laughs> like you know that kind of thing, and then you know right. not paying attention to shit. So uh, no, it's really good. Uh, and all you guys out there that watched it, that's awesome. Uh, if you watched it after watching Breaking Bad again, it's even better. So definitely, definitely do that. Um, anything else you want to add? No, that's it. That's it. We, uh, I wish we could say we got other new shit coming out, but we got a slew of movie reviews uh, coming and maybe some new content. We'll see how we feel. Maybe we got Star Wars month coming up. We got some shit coming up. Yeah. So, and of course, our you know famous, our world famous end of the year <laughs> review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where we get to our see where famous. we rank, like look back and like, what did we want to see at the beginning of the year? Like, you dumbass. Lego Batman, you stupid I already asshole. Know. <laughs> Lego Batman was a lot better than Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I can never forget that stupid barrel scene blowing up. I'm like, that's that's putting a lot of faith in this plan, man. That's, I don't know or how, how about, that's going to work. <laughs> or how about, like, Shaw's, like, or Hobbs' arm didn't rip off? <laughs> That part, right. that scene. What he, what he tacked, what he, yeah, what what he, he like, clotheslines a guy, clothes grabs a guy, guy at like 65 miles an hour. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. I believe that Vin Diesel would drive a car from one giant tower to the next before I believe the rock's <laughs> arm didn't fucking just snap in half. Oh, at least like rip backward, you know, and just. Yeah, hang, like completely, if not ripped off his fucking like shoulder, like completely ripped his arm off. That would have took a turn. I'd be yeah. like, oh shit, this is really finally moving the show, the movie forward. Yeah, like in the next Fast and Furious, he's got like a metal arm, like Winter He Soldier. turns into like Robo, like, <laughs> <laughs> by the end of it, he's fucking Robocop. <laughs> that's how they, that's, a, that's how they bring Robocop back. The whole Fast Fast and the Furious was a prequel to Robocop. (laughs) They just fucking took a major turn. (laughs) All of a sudden, Hobbs wakes up. He's in Detroit. (laughs) Where's my dick? (laughs) Sorry, it got ripped off. I got to eat applesauce? What the fuck is this? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. We got to wipe his memory. (laughs) We forgot. 
Oh god. Yeah, but like hilarious. this version, this version, this version of RoboCop, like cuz remember Rob, like Peter Wells like a thin guy, right? Yeah. So when he's RoboCop, he's like gigantic. Well, right. the rock's already fucking gigantic. <laughs> he looked like so, a So like Hulk he's going to be like <laughs> <laughs> It's it's like it's, like, it's like going from it's like going from Joel Schumacher's Batmobile to Christopher Nolan's Batmobile. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, like this rock, will, this rock jacked. will look like this rock will look like a Power Ranger Zord or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll look like Voltron. One <laughs> <laughs> of his arms that that got ripped off like that. <laughs> his arm, his arm, like det- like comes back when he forms Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I want to see that movie now. <laughs> It's a ten a ten movie prequel to RoboCop. That's <laughs> fucked up. At the end of the final Hobson Shaw, you hear that guy in the background go, "I'll buy that for a dollar." Dollar? Oh, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> they jumped ten sharks. <laughs> I think this is one of those ones where they jumped the shark enough to to intrigue the shit out of me. Right. This is oh, one you of have those, to go watch that. This is one of those ideas. <laughs> Where you're like, oh, like it's it's tornadoes with sharks in them. Okay, <laughs> I'll watch one of those. Not ten, <laughs> but I'll watch one. Yeah, <laughs> the first time it's it's like a basically Sharknado's like um, the seven year old who tells like a really funny joke and then right. tells it like ten more times, and as <laughs> as they tell it more and more, it becomes less funny, and now it's just annoying. Yeah, <laughs> Sharknado now is just annoying. <coughs> the 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 premise of it when it came out, it was like everything you ever wanted in a stupid movie. Yeah, you know. But now it's like I don't really want. Well, it was to go a away. parody about the world. I mean, at that particular time, there was all that shit going on um, in the late eighties. Like the Cold War just ended, and like a bunch of shit was going on. Um, stock market crashed, all that stuff. So like. It was like kind of a, a period piece, like it's a it's a snapshot of what was happening back then. So Sharknado? like, when they, no, 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 RoboCop. Oh. <laughs> Sharknado. <laughs> You're like, what the I was fuck like, are you talking, are you talking about? about? Sharknado takes place now. I'm like, you read that deeply into Sharknado? You're like Sharknado. <laughs> Sharknado doesn't make any sense at any time yeah, period, like, you asshole. Where, do, like, where did you get that from? I don't think we saw the same movie. He's waxing philosophical about He's fucking like, Sharknado. I think, he, I think he saw the special edition version because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's like the Cold War. It's like in the Cold War, the 80s. Like, Was it because of the different sharks or whatever? Like, Who do the sharks represent? No, I'm talking about Are the Robocop. tornadoes the Berlin That's Wall? Why- well, that's why when they remade it, it just it wasn't good. It wasn't as good. I mean, it's the same reason that uh, Total Recall wasn't good when they remade it. They tried to make a serious version of it, and I'm like, it doesn't. And work. the story actually, like we've said, the story actually makes more sense. Oh, it does. Than, it makes a lot more original. sense. But but that wasn't the you know the that point. Wasn't the point Sometimes, of the movie. That's you know, why. That's not why you loved it. It's like remaking Dumb and Dumber. You're never going to like get, capture that magic between no, Jeff Bridges he, and and Jim Carrey. Jeff Bridges? You mean Jeff Daniels? <laughs> Jeff Daniels. <laughs> the big, the big I'm like Lebowski. the big Lebowski was in fucking Dumb and Dumber. Oh my god! Uh, now I'm picturing. Now I'm picturing Fat Thor with Lloyd. <laughs> the dude. 
Oh, oh shit. All right. All right. Let's get out of here. Uh, Breaking Bad. El Camino. All right. <laughs> that was episode 219 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Nick. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>